Guys, what the fuck is going on? I think I'm living in some sort of parallel universe shit. I don't know what's going on, but for some unknown reason, on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, Manchester United plays like Prime and Mew, but when it comes to the Premier League games, they play like some unknown fucking Sunday League football club. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe you know. Maybe Manchester United fans know what's going on. I beg you, explain what the hell is going on. Because this is not okay. This is not normal. For the first time in 14 years, Arsenal beat Manchester United at Old Trafford. And it happened in the most drastic way I could ever imagine it's happening. After such an incredible showcase of Manchester United's strength against Leipzig in a group of death where they are going first right, right now, Manchester United are on top in the Champions League. They near the bottom of the Premier League. They near the relegation zone. And they are playing like a fucking piece of shit. I... I really fucking am clueless to what's going on with Arteta's, or oh, well, with Solskjaer's side. Why the fuck does it, do we see this drastic change? But it, it happens every single time. And I am really, really clueless. Why everything that works against, you know, Leipzig, PSG and the Champions League fails miserably against the Premier League sides. Now as we are done with my little introduction towards this match, let's start with Manchester United, Arsenal. And this is, without a doubt, a historical night for every Arsenal fan, I would imagine. First time in 14 years you beat Manchester United at Old Trafford, and in what fashion? Stopping them at every single attempt, burying them, just totally destroying them. Ah, oh, it was brilliant. You know, Manchester United decided to play same tactic as they did against uh, Leipzig in the Champions League. And it made sense because they were playing 4-3-1-2. We have two strikers, but in reality it's one. And Pogba with some sort of creative position, again, in theory. And you were playing against Arsenal that are playing 3-4-3. Very dodgy decision at first, and a lot of fans were criticizing, or at least were saying, if we're going to win, everyone will praise Arteta. If we're going to lose, we're going to start asking questions. And rightfully so, it seemed very weird to put this squad against Manchester United. But it did pay it off. And one of the main reasons why... It was such a weird decision. It was because if Arsenal will go up and they will try to attack, then Manchester United will take advantage of their weak spots. Wings, you know, take control of the meadow, then go straight away to the wings and counterattack and try to score goals. But, uh, you know, once again with Pogba... Uh, Rashford, who's incredible in the Champions League, scoring hat-tricks against Leipzig, and Greenwood 
incredible youngster with such great potential, it should have been an easy task, right? Take control of the wings and try go for counterattack for some fast attacks and score, but no. Arsenal didn't allow you to go on their own third at all. They allowed them to do sideway passes, maybe a little bit of a backwards passes, but trying to go further, nah nah nah. Stay the fuck out of our line. That's what they did. And and the the fashion how they stopped them from going up was so simple. They just put a personal pressing against the most creative midfielders, Bruno and Paul. And that was it. They were done for the entirety of the first half. And more, if we're being honest. But the funniest thing was that they only did it on their own half and in the middle. When it came to the pressing uh, on the Manchester United third, they allowed Aubameyang, Lacazette and um, William do the same thing. Go in high and start pressing Manchester United defenders. And that was the death sentence for them. Because Lacazette was playing like a beast. He was awful in attack, no doubt. You know, he should have scored some moments. But when it comes to pressing, when it comes to being the elite version of Firmino at the moment, he was brilliant. He was pressing two players in a single time, not allowing De Gea play the game that they were planning to play, and just letting him throw the ball away to the players that were either blocked either who gets the ball and don't know what the fuck he's supposed to do next. And Lacazette was only worse, uh, was only topped, you know, let's put it like this, by Thomas Partey, who was playing for three midfielders, who was out of this world. He was incredible. He was the best midfielder in the game, it seems like. Blocking every single attempt that Manchester United tried to do. Well, allowing uh, Manchester United to do only shots that were so undangerous, so pathetic. They were just letting them shoot right in the middle of the goal where Lennon was standing catching the ball like it was nothing. And that's it. That was the only dangerous attempts in the first half from Manchester United. That's it. And, you know... It seemed like that Arsenal will score goal after goal after goal because of how many chances they created for themselves. And as I said, Lacazette should have scored. Aubameyang had an opportunity, but he didn't. And to surprise of many, the first half ended with a nil-nil. And that was the moment where a lot of people thought, ah, shit, will they jinx it? They were so much better than Manchester United, but they didn't score, so will Arsenal, you know go down because of not taking their own chances. Well, they could have in theory because uh, Manchester United had a one incredible chance in the middle of the second half after a mistake uh, made by Arsenal. But overall, the only way how you could have turned a game around would have been in the halftime, Solskjaer made some changes uh, if there is a personal pressing on Paul or, you know, uh, Bruno, and the only players who can get the ball easily is Greenwood and Fred, who got himself a yellow card and who was put in a position where 
he doesn't belong. He was a creative midfielder all of a sudden instead of a destruction midfielder, you know, destroying Arsenal's midfield. Maybe you would, you know, try and sell Paul to swap position with Greenwood, you know, or some shit like this. But no, that's not what he did. Okay, maybe you make some changes. And he did it. So instead of Fred, who got a yellow card, you would put, you know, somebody who is not a defensive midfielder, but who is a creative midfielder, who would be able to get the ball and create something with it, even under pressing, right? Well, in theory, yes. But in reality, what do we get themselves? Oh, yes, Matic. Fucking Matic! Oh, another defensive midfielder who was doubtably even worse than fucking Fred. Ah, oh, this was pathetic. And overall, all of his substitutions that came in the second half were horrendous. Subbing uh, Greenwood, I'm pretty sure, for... Uh, or Yeah, Greenwood for uh, Cavani. That was a very dumb decision because now you have Rashford and Cavani running in the same spot because Cavani was doing the same work as Rashford did. He was playing a striker as well with no other option than to go one way. And you know what? Rashford was doing the same thing. He was doing the same thing. He was going the same fucking places that Cavani did. Ah, oh. and the third and the nail in the coffin for Solskjaer in this match was subbing Bruno Fernandes for Van de Beek. Why? Why are you letting Pogba play? Pogba plays well when the whole Manchester United plays well. He brings this creativity, he brings this something fresh into this dead squad only, and I assume only, when Manchester United plays well overall. Now he played like a fucking piece of shit, going up, going down, not opening, was always pressed by Arsenal players, and when he wasn't pressed, he was doing some nonsensical garbage like passing to the fucking Arsenal players. He was horrendous, but instead of subbing him off, you sub in Bruno, who was pressed also by Arsenal midfield and Arsenal players, but who created some chances for Manchester United and who tried to create something who actually uh, get himself some falls that allowed some set pieces for Manchester United. But no, why the fuck would we need Bruno Fernandes, creative midfielder? No, 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 let's bring Bruno, uh, let's bring Van de Beek, who barely played for Manchester United. A lot of fans and previous players of Manchester United, and not only, question this transfer because if you do not need him, why the fuck are you buying him? And I'm pretty sure when he was standing all alone with a ball or without a ball, surrounded by Arsenal midfield, he thought to himself, why the fuck did I choose Manchester United to join instead of Real Madrid who was knocking on the door previous summer, instead of other clubs who were knocking at the door also as Manchester United? But now he's stuck here and he barely plays and when he plays he, see, he sees this fucking nonsense. It was laughable. And uh, the decision to keep Pogba on the field play a very dirty joke on Manchester United. Because he got himself another stupid penalty like I'm pretty sure it's the second penalty that he got to Manchester United. Very stupid one. Uh, some Manchester United fans will debate and say it's not a penalty, but 
Yeah, it's a little bit dodgy one, but overall, it is a penalty and you cannot change the decision made by referee. Plus, it was an outrageous, out-of-this-world decision that you would say, how the fuck did you actually do this? How the fuck did you claim a penalty here? Because he had a reason to give a penalty here. But Aubameyang scored, and after this, you know, to some point for Manchester United, Manchester United fans, Menu created some opportunities for themselves. But those opportunities came at the end of the game. And even at the end of the game, would you assume that Arsenal would be so tired after such a great showcase that they did after pressing Manchester United for so long? We've seen El Nenny on the 91st minute run like it's the first minute of the game just to secure three points. And it was an incredible showcase from a lot of players in the Arsenal squad. And I'm telling you, Thomas Party, bravo. Fucking brilliant. And as I said, Masterclass from Arteta. It wasn't something ridiculous, you know, some something brand new in football, but it was... Logical decisions, simple decisions, some I argue, that actually worked, that stunned Manchester United. And as Paul Pogba said after the match, well, they pressed us with uh, me and Bruna personally, and we didn't expect this. It's a very simple thing, but because you were not ready for this, and because you didn't change anything, your coach didn't change anything, you were stunned, and you got absolutely fucked by Arsenal. Again, simple things, change the game completely. Brilliant, brilliant showcase from Arsenal. Awful, awful showcase, which is surprises, surprises me every single time that I'm tuning into the Premier League because how the fuck the same thing can work against Leipzig or PSG but cannot work against Chelsea, Arsenal and some other lower clubs. It's gonna blow my mind always. How the fuck Manchester United does this? I, I don't know. But overall, great game of football. Unfortunately, that ended up with only 1-0. But I'm telling you, it should have been 3-0, maybe 3-1 to Arsenal. And once again, bravo Arteta, bravo Arsenal, bravo Thomas Party, and a little bit of Lacazette. Great showcase. My respect. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast and hear you soon.